0: I'm really looking forward to it, Scott. Uh, you know, Governor Scott Walker is a great, great friend, a great governor, and President Trump and I are, are so appreciative of his leadership and the difference that he's made in Wisconsin, and uh, he has our full support. But I also want to make sure that the people of Wisconsin know that we think, uh, we think it's time that Wisconsin uh, sent a strong, conservative voice to Washington, D.C. in the United States Senate to join Ron Johnson, and I'm going to be supporting uh, Leah Vukmer for the United States Senate. Mm-hmm. Leah is an extraordinary person with a tremendous background in public service. Uh, she came through a competitive primary, uh, showed great strength, and uh, we we just we, we couldn't be more excited uh, about her candidacy, and I'm really looking forward to being in Milwaukee this week to show our strong and complete support for Leah Vukmir for Senate.
1: Should we anticipate as we get even closer to November yourself and maybe even President Trump here in Wisconsin for those Republican candidates? You
0: no, know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we love Wisconsin and uh, the Wisconsin success story is is part of a of, of a of a tremendous American comeback that we see in this economy. And, and frankly, Governor Scott Walker. Uh, has been leading the charge in this tremendous Wisconsin comeback. And uh, you bet, uh, you bet we'll be there every bit as often as, uh, as uh, governor Walker and, and Leah Vukmir need us. Uh, We really do believe in, in their vision uh, for Wisconsin and for this country. And, uh, And we really look forward to supporting them all the way to the finish line.
1: As you come to town then this week, we are also in the middle of the Harley-Davidson 115th anniversary celebration. You're going to see a lot of those bikes on the road, sir. What is the current relationship between the administration and Harley-Davidson?
0: Well, let me say my relationship with Harley-Davidson goes back to when I got my motorcycle license renewed in my first year as governor. Um, and I, I, I ride a Harley, Scott, and uh, I like it. I don't own one. I borrow them. And uh, it's just one of the best ways to see the American countryside. And look, I, I love the tradition. The president loves the tradition. Uh, but, uh, but look, uh, this, this president wants to make sure that this great company continues to, to build those great motorcycles right here in America, and I know President Trump expressed a concern about announcements of shifting production overseas. But look, what what, what we've done in cutting taxes uh, for businesses, just like Harley Davidson, rolling back regulation, uh, the announcement uh, yesterday of a new uh, trade agreement between the United States and Mexico, our continued negotiations with Canada, with the European Union with Japan uh, and our strong stand on China. We, we just think we're we're creating a great story here in America. We want to see companies like Harley-Davidson continue to expand, create jobs right here in the good old USA, and that'll be our message.
1: Let's talk about what was announced yesterday regarding that U.S.-Mexico trade proposal, that plan. I guess a two-parter, Mr. Vice President. Why was that necessary, and what is hopefully, from your perspective, to be accomplished
0: from it? Well, it it was necessary because, you know, frankly, NAFTA has uh, had a devastating effect on many communities, not only across the heartland, but across the country over the last 25 years. And you've had, frankly, you've had one administration after another that promised to renegotiate NAFTA, but uh, President Trump got it done. Uh, He got it done yesterday when we announced a new trade agreement between the United States And Mexico. And this trade agreement uh, includes a number of historic uh, protections uh, for uh, uh, intellectual property, for digital, for uh, financial services. But at its core, this is a win for American manufacturing, manufacturing across Wisconsin. And it's a win for American agriculture, so important to my home state of Indiana and to the great state of Wisconsin. On the agricultural front, we continue to preserve zero tariffs on on all agricultural goods uh, uh, in trade with Mexico. But on the manufacturing side, we basically changed the, what are called the rules of origin, Scott. Mm -hmm. And we took out the incentive that companies have had and too many companies took advantage of in the last 25 years to essentially relocate jobs south of the border. We now in this, in this new negotiated agreement to remain tariff free cars sold in North America, have to have 75% of their content made here, and, but, uh, and, and that's up from 62% under NAFTA. And we're also requiring that uh, the better part of half, some 40% of the content, be made with workers who make a wage of $16 an hour or more. Now, that's, the, that's, a, that's a wage in the United States of America, not so much in Mexico. And so we believe that it now levels the playing field and takes the incentive out for companies to go south of the border just to pay lower wages in manufacturing, because to, to keep that content level up at those percentage levels, they they got to they build at the American wage, in effect. And, uh, uh, and that, we think, is going to make a tremendous difference. We think this is a great deal for American workers, for American farmers, uh, and, uh, and, and we look forward to working with the Congress to see it approved.
1: What do you anticipate out of congressional support for this? Because there are certain hurdles that have to be crossed before this would truly come to fruition. What, how do you see that playing out, sir?
0: Well, I'll be on Capitol Hill in about an hour and meeting with members of the Senate. And, and i, I got to be honest with you, Scott. I, I really do believe that, uh, that the fact that we were able to, um, uh, through tough negotiations, uh, negotiate a new U.S.-Mexico Uh, trade agreement, uh, I think is going to be well received on Capitol Hill. We'll be unpacking the details in the days ahead. And let me also say, we we also, beginning first thing this morning, renewed our dialogue and negotiations with Canada. And, you know, whether Canada becomes a part of this or we do a separate agreement with Canada, this is a president who's demonstrated that you don't have to choose, you, you know, you don't have to choose between just accepting bad Uh, trade deals or having no trade, you can actually renegotiate by taking a strong stand for American jobs and American workers uh, and come out with a better deal at the end. And that's exactly what this is. And I I think it's going to be received as such, not just by Republicans, but I think by many Democrats on Capitol Hill.
1: Before we let you go, and we appreciate every moment that you have, Vice President Mike Pence joining us, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about your personal reflections on the late Senator uh, John McCain. And I guess candidly, sir, in regards to the flag atop the White House and the statement that was put out, could that have, again, in hindsight, be handled a little better?
0: Well, let me say the flag above the White House is lowered, flags across the country. Uh, will be lowered to half-staff uh, until the day of John McCain's interment. And um, um, we honor John McCain's service, not just in the United States Senate and for a short time in the House of Representatives, but in the uniform of the United States of America, where he served bravely uh, as a naval aviator, shot down over Vietnam five and a half years uh, in in. Uh, as a POW in the Hanoi Hilton, um, I, I, I will always count it uh, a great privilege that during my 12 years in Congress uh, that I served with and came to know Senator John McCain. Uh, he was uh, uh, he was a patriot. Uh, he was uh, a great champion, not just for for Arizona, but frankly uh, for America. And uh, uh, we're going to make sure that all throughout this week at our nation's capital and all across the country that. Uh, that we properly honor the life, and legacy, and memory, and contributions of Senator John McCain, and it'll be it'll be my great honor, Scott, to mm-hmm. uh, bring remarks uh, this uh, coming Friday at the United States Capitol to that effect. And uh, uh, it, it, it's very humbling for me to have the opportunity to do that. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll be expressing more about him then. But mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Cindy, the entire family, are in our prayers. Uh, and, uh, uh, And every America honors the service and the contributions of Senator John McCain.